This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. We're so glad to be here day before Christmas, and we're just happy, happy, happy about that. New faces visiting uh, today. Some of you have been here before, some not. want to thank you your, uh, uh, that you came uh, to be here in your father's house together uh, with your father's family. And I know that uh, many of you are able to enjoy natural uh, family. It's good and right. Such a wonderful time of year for that uh, time to remember uh, what matters most in life. Isn't that true? And uh, I'm going to tell you what, though, there's no family like the family of God uh, because God has seen to it that wherever you go, there they are. And we can feel at home, and we want you to uh, make yourself at home today. Promise not to keep you long. Know that you have lots of activities and events and things uh, planned. Uh, but we gather here today around Jesus, and, uh, and aren't you glad that uh, for us who are Christians we know, but it's good to also be reminded uh, at times like this that it's more about what's on the inside than what's on uh, the outside. And I want to read a portion of, the, uh, of, the, of his story uh, today the accounting of Jesus' uh, birth uh, and how important that, and, and a few remarks about, about that. Uh, today, uh, I got up uh, real early. I normally get up early, but got real early this morning and just had a wonderful uh, time with the Lord personally. I want to uh, encourage you and invite you. Uh, you know, if you'll make time, uh, I'll tell you, God will take time with you, and your life will be more, and it'll be better for it. You know. Now we all have responsibilities uh, in life, absolutely. You know, but I don't think that there's anything more important uh, than our personal time with the Lord. And uh, and He said something to me. He's just loving on me. You know, the Lord just—it's loving time. He just—he loves to love on us. That's all. Uh, he, he loves us uh, to be with him as much as he loves to be with us. And so he was just loving on me today. And he said this, and I believe it's f- for, more than, uh, for more than just me. He said, you know, you could be afraid uh, of uh, running out, of not having enough, of not being able to provide. This, I think, accentuates sometimes for many, uh, many people uh, you know uh, their their ability or their means or that if it's if that's what it's all about. He said, "But you don't ever have to be afraid of uh, of me running out or me being in lack or me providing uh, for you if I, if you let me be your source. You'll never lack. You'll always be provided for. Uh, I'll always uh, make sure that you never run out." And uh, 
I believe that that's important for us to realize, I, and I wanted to just share that because I believe that's uh, uh, that's for more than just uh, for more than just me today. Amen. There's so many uh, areas that we uh, that we, like Kim said, accept and, and assume a responsibility uh, a responsibility for Him. But it's not all on top of us. It's really all on top of Him. Amen. Uh, it really is. And Son of God just asks us to trust Him. You know, um, the provision is for the vision. And I want to look at some things here today about how God sees things and uh, may it help us to see things better. This uh, is found in Luke. This portion of uh, Scripture is found in Luke. And verse number 26. I'm going to read it out of the message. Bible. It says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth to a virgin engaged to be married to a man descended from David. His name was Joseph, and the virgin's name Mary. Upon entering, Gabriel greeted her. Good morning. You're beautiful with God's beauty, beautiful inside and out. God be with you. She was thoroughly shaken, wondering what was behind a greeting like that. But the angel assured her, Mary, you have nothing to fear. God has a surprise for you. You will become pregnant and give birth to his son and call his name Jesus. He will be great, be called son of the highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will rule Jacob's house forever, no end ever to his kingdom. Now I want to just point out a couple of things. I believe God. And I believe that there are encounters and experiences that can and will change everything. Not just our lives, uh, but through us, other people's lives. And that God delights in those things. I like the way that uh, the angel said, he goes, you don't have anything to fear. See, now... We don't have anything to fear, uh, you and I now, or in the coming new year. Most fears are based on what we don't know, what we're not sure of. But God has a surprise for you. There are going to be some surprises in this next year. Did you know that? You know, I stared at, uh, um, uh, I have a, a calendar thing, you know, that I sit down with every day. <laughs> And I went through and, you know, uh, getting ready for that, posted some sticky notes on there uh, for, uh, you know, keep track of my mileage. It's a, it's a good system. It works very well. But uh, I realized every page is blank. Every page is blank. And there'll be some surprises this next year. But I don't have to fear because God has a surprise for me. You know... Turn to your neighbor and say, God has some surprises just for you. The Bible said that she was, she was surprised and she was shaken. She was shaken with this. Shaken, surprised, but also shaken by God and awakened, I believe, to hear and see God's saying. And what was he doing? He was sharing his assignment 
for her. Did you know you have an assignment from God? There's an assigned portion, there's an assigned inheritance, there's an assigned work, there's an assigned people for your life, who you are assigned to. There's an assigned purpose. And there absolutely is assigned provision. Everything that we need. God made you. And God uh, causes us. God prepares us uh, for His purpose for our life. And so He's sharing His assignment. And the angel was saying, If you believe, you'll receive. He said, you will become. Everybody say this with me. You will become. See, God's assignment, when we hear what he's saying to us, he says, you will become this. You will do this. This will happen to you. And it will happen for you. If you'll believe. See, faith and fear are are different. That's why he dealt first with fear before he authored faith. But when we hear, faith doesn't make sense, does it? Faith isn't always reasonable. Faith is very risky. Faith is personal and private before it's public. But faith is something else. Faith is not, is not a natural thing of the world. Faith is of his world. And it's a supernatural thing. And it always comes because his words carry his faith, what he believes. He said, you will become pregnant and give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. You will believe. If you will believe, you'll receive. Now listen. And he said, and here's the the process. He said, you will conceive. And you will carry this thing. And you'll give birth to this thing in the earth and you'll call it Jesus you'll call what I'm speaking to you conceive it in your heart carry it let me grow it and develop it in you and give birth to it in the earth my dream your dream together and you'll call it Jesus You'll call this new life Jesus. You know, faith requires something of it, doesn't it? We give birth to God's answer, God's salvation, God's solution, God's kingdom within us. I like how she, uh, she said this. She said, but how? Have you ever looked at uh, the plan, the thing that God is speaking to your heart? And if you pay attention, you know, you'll start to mull that over and meditate on that, think about it. And the first response, she goes, but how? How can this be with me? Probably no one knows me or knows you better than you or better than me. And what God speaks with us is always impossible for us. I'm telling you, God's plan is impossible for you. It centers around Him. 
So he gets the glory for it. But if we can believe, if we will believe, we can receive and bring it to birth in the earth. But how? How can this be with me? And his answer was, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest hover over you. Therefore, the child you bring to birth will be called Holy Son of God. Now, his answer was this, the Holy Spirit. That's how. It's not going to be by human mind or natural ability alone or by, or by your, your strength or efforts by yourself. But the Holy Spirit will come on you. He said he'll overshadow you in one. He said he'll hover over you like he hovered over the chaos and confusion and disorder in the beginning of creation. Like Jesus said, promised the twelve, uh, the eleven disciples that day, and he said, "Go to Jerusalem and wait for the promise of my Father and the Holy Spirit. When He comes on you, the power you'll receive power." That's what the angel also said here. He'll hover over you. He'll overshadow you, and the power of God will make the promise come true. The power of God will fulfill God's word. The power of God by the Spirit of God, will make it happen. We need a partnership, don't we, with the Holy Spirit. Now let me digress just a moment. You know, I prefer to speak directly and only to those who will, but I will address this right quickly and then move quickly forward in that. After all, it's Christmas. Uh, and, uh, uh, but... Why would we want to reject the partnership of the Spirit of God promised by the Father? Wonderfully given to us as a free grace gift by the Son of God. Why would we diminish that gift? And say, well, that was only for a few. Honey, that's for me and that's for you today. All right. Now, he went on to say this, uh, and he said, Did you know that your cousin Elizabeth conceived a son, old as she is? Everyone called her barren, and here she is six months pregnant. Nothing you see is impossible with God. Now, you know, uh, she couldn't get on her cell phone and text a Liz, Lizzie and say, Send me a pic right quick. Because <laughs> you old girl, you know you old. And you ain't never had no child. And I mean, I got this shining thing here saying a bunch of stuff, outrageous outlanding. I need some proof now. Send me a picture. You know, email something. Pigeon, donkey. She had to take all this by faith. Every bit of it. He goes, did you know? Now listen though, listen. It's something about when God speaks to us. Though. Now look at what the angel said. He said, nothing you see is impossible with God. Nothing that you see is impossible with God. The Amplified Bible says, for with God, nothing is ever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Now you see here, see, you need to understand who's speaking this. This 
is Gabriel come directly out of the presence of God. And it's both a question but also a revelation at the same time. See, Gabriel came with, with a revelation from God, out of the presence of God. That's why we need to be personally present with God. For with God, when you're with God, when you are with God, and God is with you, in your, this is all the context. She's not in church right now. Now, this is a church-going girl. Don't misunderstand now. Are you listening? That's the pile God picks from. Are you listening? All right, and we'll see why in just a second. Uh, but when you're with God, when God says something, you see what He's saying. It's not just information, it's a revelation. Revelation is, see, Gabriel came with a commanded, if you will, drawing back of the curtain. He goes, nothing you see. It is a drawing back of the curtain. It is, a, uh, it is a lifting of the veil that's kept it uh, shuttered and covered and, and clouded until that moment. But when he says, you see, it's first, we look at it like as a question, but really it's only a question after it's a revelation. He goes, you see? See, I can, I, can, I can command a thing. You, you see? And ask a question at the same time. And listen to her response. We know it was that way because she said, and Mary said, yes, I see it all now. Isn't that incredible? I mean, isn't that, you know, you know and one translation, I'll, I'll read it to you in a second. It's just amazing how God... In a, in a moment, can alleviate every fear, every worry, every concern, every doubt, every bit of unbelief is chased away. Because we see it. She goes, I see it all now. where the information becomes the instruction. And this is now a revelation. I see it all now. My assignment. My assignment. And look at her response. I'm the Lord's. I'm the Lord's. And she said made, so we can't just quote that because we're not all maids, are we? That would leave a lot of us out. Say, yes, I see it all now. I am the Lord's ready to serve. I see my assignment. And I'm the Lord. And I'm ready to serve. I like this response. 
Not because I have to, but because I want to, I choose to. Passion Translation reads it this way, This is amazing. I will be a mother for the Lord. I will be for the Lord. I am the Lord's, ready to serve. I will be for the Lord. In this instance, in this instance, her assignment was a mother. But for, we could say, I will be a whatever. He wants or he needs me to be. Could I, could I bring it down just a little bit further? Where she's saying, I will be a host of his presence. I will be the host of his presence. I am the Lord's ready to serve. I will be for the Lord. The Message Bible says, Let it be with me just as you say. In the Passion Translation, it says, As his servant, I accept whatever he has. <clears throat> you know, there's this progression in our life of of agreement and alignment with the assignment, but how important is it before that we can agree we have to have an acceptance? <clears throat> you know, uh, I've saw this with our own children. I've experienced this in my own life. There would be certain things that that my dad would get me in agreement with him over. And I was in alignment, properly adjusted, you know, standing in the corner or sitting over there or this or that, you know, uh, because he assigned that to me. But I didn't accept it. So there wasn't a true agreement. There could never be a real alignment with that assignment because I had not first accepted. I like that. These words, she said, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything, then comes the agreement, may everything you have told me come to pass. Pretty special lady. Helps us to understand why she was favored so highly. Why in the world's eyes she might not have looked like much. But in God's eyes, she was everything he needed. And wanted and desired. And was the perfect candidate. For his assignment. Do you know there's nobody quite like you? You're the perfect candidate for his assignment. You know, so many of us struggle with how can this be? How can this happen, what God is saying? Well, it's real simple. We let it happen by accepting it. We accept. The word accept means this, to receive something offered willingly or gladly. 
Now think about what God has said to you and what he's asked of you and the requirement that he's placed on your life for the reward that he's placed before you. To receive something offered willingly and gladly. What a honor and a favor and a privilege it is to be assigned something so important as hosting his presence and being a witness for him in this world. And that is exactly what he's asked of us. Except means to regard as true and to believe in. And finally, it means to answer affirmatively. To sum it up, it means to believe and receive in saying yes to God. Willingly and gladly. I accept, I agree, I align with whatever he has assigned for me. Do it matter? I believe it does. We didn't have to go very far at all. The next verse says the angel left her. You know, you know, there are these glorious moments, aren't they, when God speaks a word into our heart. When we, when we know with every fiber of our being, we get a glimpse of that glory. This is what God wants. And our hearts say yes. But you know, we have to actually do it. We have to follow through. It says that Mary didn't waste a minute. She got up and she went to see. Okay. All right. He said, uh, and I believed him. He said, that old girl was, I didn't get the, maybe the cell tower was down. I don't know what happened, but I'm going to go find out. You got to get some get up and go where the vision is concerned. And you've got to go start looking for evidence. Elizabeth is the first evidence. He said, now she's six months in. And if I did it for her, you're young. She's old. Okay? You're young, got plenty of eggs. She's old. Never has had it. She didn't waste any time. She got up there. And, of course, God's just in the whole thing. And did you know your assignment includes other folks? And their assignments as well. Do you know that it's not going to... That, that their dreams are intertwined and that you're not going to just do all by yourself. Now, he'll speak privately to you, but it ain't very far for you to go public with it. Hmm? See, when you get in that new position on that new job, people will say, well, how in the world did you get here? And say, I know why I'm here. I know who I'm here for. Him and you. Because I'm bringing something more than natural skills and abilities. Oh, God is the great employer. You'll never be without a job with God. Never. We have one job to be a witness for Him. Amen. And when you get accept His will and His way, it may not be the natural mindset, the natural way of doing things, but when we realize the assignment, that God needs us to host His presence and that that presence is going to change our world, but it's also going to change everyone else's world that we're assigned to. Amen? Well, you watch things manifest. You watch things fall into place when we get into place. 
when this gets into place. Now, uh, she got up, didn't waste a minute. She went and she uh, looked for evidence. There it was. And I mean, there's this interaction between two girls that are just believing God. Aren't you glad that when you get there, there'll be somebody else that's on their assignment too? You won't just be there by yourself. Lord, I'm with all these heathen. No, you're not. Somebody is probably a secret believer. Just like you. <laughs> Anyhow. And together you might find the courage. Huh? And did she need courage? Yes, she needed courage. Let me tell you about Elizabeth's happening before we get just here. There was estimated there's about 20,000 priests at that time. So this, when he went in and he received a word from the Lord, a supernatural encounter and experience with God, it was a once in a lifetime thing. His assignment, you, your wife is going to conceive and you're going to call, you're going to have a son, you're going to name him John and this is what his assignment is. And your assignment is to bring him forth into this world. Sometimes need to make sure we're properly prepared because sometimes the moment comes and if we're not properly prepared to realize this is my one moment that I need to accept his assignment. So I mean with John uh, getting here, Zacharias, uh, I mean... I mean, he started, and the angel said, ain't no but about it now. You ain't going to say nothing more because there's not another word that's going to counteract this word. If you can't agree with this word publicly, privately, you will. Oh, my. Anyhow, I'd have rather been able to talk than had to write Elizabeth notes. But he did, didn't he? We knew he was writing notes because the day that John... It came to be born, he had to write a note. Boy, was pretty good at writing notes. Amen. Maybe, you know, you're going through what you're going through just to improve your, your handwriting and communication skills. <laughs> Hallelujah. You sure ain't going to write as much as you would say about it, would you? Your mouth will run a lot faster than your hand can dictate. All right, anyhow. And Mary said, and I mean these girls got together, and there's a new song now. There's a new praise. There's a new place that they're walking in with God. With God. In, an, in, in a possibility with God. A happening now uh, with God. What a gift that we have these things recorded for us. What a gift that we have the same Holy Ghost that hovered over Mary, hovering over us today. What a gift that He's pulled back the veil and drawn the curtain, and it's not just information, but there actually is a revelation in this place that's pertinent to you and I, that if we will believe, we can receive. For no word from God is impossible. And hasn't God promised you? Hasn't God made some outstanding promises to your life? If you're like Miss Sandy, I write Sandy, uh, um, and, and I don't... I don't, gentlemen, you know what I'm talking about. I write it under the influence. You know what I'm saying? I, I gave her a Christmas card 
and I got under the influence. You know what I'm saying, guys. Help me out just a little bit here. When you get under the influence, hmm? And you'll write stuff. You'll overpromise, which you know you're going to underachieve, but you overpromise. And 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 you know, she brought that Christmas card out this year from last year <laughs> with those promises written down, and she slapped that things in. You look at this, what you promised. It was a note inside. I tore the note up. I said, "That's that was it. That was that." That was, uh, that coupon ran out. That had a time limit on it. <laughs> she put it back together. Anyhow. You promised. God, you promised. He won't never tear up the personal note. He will never over promise and underperform. If he promised it, he said, I'm going to do it more super abundantly beyond what you could ever ask or think. If you've had to wait a little longer, it's because I'm just working a stronger thing, a better thing, a more measure for you. I don't just pay. I give interest. Come on now. Are you hearing? Hasn't God promised you? Oh, why don't we just accept whatever it is He wants to give us? Don't, don't slack, go dig them all out. Don't, don't say, you know why she kept that card? It's precious to her. Not just because, listen, of what was written, but who promised her. Because it's a love thing. So it's a real thing. Oh my. I accept, I agree, I align whatever he has for me. You know, everything that he has promised you is what you're going to need to support everyone that he has promised. And didn't he promise us people for our life? Didn't he promise you, Phil, to a thousand generations? Didn't he promise? to be a father to our sons and daughters and if they get out of the way he said I'll father them I'll bring them back hallelujah Miss Abby's going to come in just a second I'd like to take just a moment while she does get ready could we just take just a moment uh, in front of uh, in front of God here I know we've been together with him and with one another for the Bible says wherever two or three gather in his name. He is there in the midst. I just want to thank God for his wonderful, wonderful gift of his goodness and his grace. Amen. First time I ever heard the song 
He's a good, good father. Miss Abby played it on this stage. Amen. And I thank God that she's willing to use her gift today. Uh, and, uh, huh? Maggie, I'm sorry. Did I say Abby? Your own mama calls you that. All right, thank you. That's all right. Let me put it this way. This wonderful, dear young lady. Amen. God knows her name. Here if we get it wrong. But she, at first time we ever heard this song, uh, You're a Good, Good Father. Uh, she played it. It's a wonderful gift. Uh, uh, and I, I'm glad that she was an employee uh, today for the Lord, but also for us. And it is part of your assignment, isn't it, young lady, in life? It really is. Amen. Uh, and I, I prayed during this time. Um, that you and I will find a way to embrace whatever he has for us. And to, and to find a gladness and a willingness in that. Something breaks when we say yes to God in this way. I didn't realize it until this morning. It's something. I'm 58 years old, been with the Lord 34 years. But something broke for me this morning when, because he said, you see, you see, when God, and God's doing that in this house today. He's pulled back the veil. He's drawn back the curtain. And it's more than information. It's a revelation. And it will bring a transformation in our lives. Amen. So as we worship God together and celebrate His gift of Jesus and one who will host this precious treasure, amen, and bring Him pleasure in using that gift given to her. I pray that we'll really enter into that today and worship the Lord. You know what our worship is? It's not just our words, but it's our works. It's our words and our works become our worship to God. She didn't waste a moment. She got up and she got about it. She got up and got about it, looking, looking for evidence, but she carried within her the reality of a promise. Yeah. Amen. I know so you're like me. Sometimes we struggle so much to believe God, don't we? We do. How can this be? You know me. But there, there's a breaking that happens when we simply accept it. All right, I see it. That's what you want from me, then you then you're going to make a way for that because that's how that's your will for my life, that's your way for my life. Amen. Let me pray right quick, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the time that we've had and for this very special moment that we're about to enter into. May we find that place, that secret place in our own hearts, 
in this special moment together with you. Lord, I thank you as you break open your gift before us today that it would cause us to want to give to you our gifts as well. I pray, Lord, I thank you that as we stand uh, in this moment, in this place, in time with you, that we find that measure of grace for our lives that Mary found, that Maggie has, that we all desire. And we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor for it. No greater gift that we can give to God than our lives. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Savior, I want to invite you to do so now. It's not a hard thing or a complicated thing. It's just simply done in this way. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept. I agree. And I align with whatever you have for me. I thank you. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.